Blog Talk Radio. I'd like to thank Clark. Well, everyone, it's Monday night. You know what that means. We've got us live at the Sports Attic. I'm here with my partner, the great Alfred Ferdinand Walter, the third. Hey, can you turn your mic up a little? Yeah. Can you hear me now? I can, yeah. Lovely. And uh, All right. The first. Yeah, my name, my name is Al. Nice hey, to Al. Nice to meet you. Great meeting you, sir. Guys, you can join yeah. in on the conversation. Leave a comment on Facebook Live. We'll get you there. Or join in on the telephone on the hotline. Over there on the uh, the hotline, you can join us at 760-454-8834. You can steer the conversation wherever you'd like. There's quite a bit to talk about. I'm not sure, Al. I don't even know what you have on the table, what you'd like to discuss. I know there might be an issue with some brakes going on with a vehicle today. How'd everything work out there? Well, I'm uh, I'm pretty sick today, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I wasn't feeling well yesterday. I wasn't feeling well today. I went to get a car radio because uh, I have a car. The radio is like from 1982. I think they really? somebody somebody must have stole the original radio and put in a, a radio from the 80s. And the AM doesn't even work. So I figured I'd uh, I'd uh, upgrade it. I'd modify. I'd uh, modernize it a little. And uh, I saw on uh, Best Buy you get a free installation. Yeah. On the radio. And uh, they had uh, like a three hundred dollar radio for like uh, hundred and fifty. So, you know, I, I sleep during the day, and again, I wasn't feeling good yesterday. But I thought maybe it was just I it just wasn't feeling all that great. But uh, yeah, I'd be fine. So I, I get up, and uh, I have two options. You know, when you sleep during the day, either you sleep till like one, two in the afternoon, and wake up a little early, a couple hours early, and you go do business. Or if you can't sleep early, then you just get your shit out of the way early and then you go back to bed and you lose a couple hours of sleep that way. Well, I couldn't sleep. So I decided to get to Best Buy right as it opens right at 10 o'clock. And, you know, you walk in there, they got eh, this, these, I haven't been, you know, I don't like going out in public. I don't like, I don't like going out and uh, uh, leaving the house whatsoever. So Mm -hmm. it's not often I I go to the mall and uh, I go in there and they got like 50 people working and I go back to the car radio section. They got zero people working over there. And uh, I find the exact radio that I, I I've seen in the uh, the website. Did they list and, the uh, did they list the uh, the sale price there on it or? They did, but they didn't mention the free installation. You know. Oh. So, uh, right. You know, I, I got the phone out ready ready to argue with the guy, but but there is no guy. There's nobody nope. there. So I'm what standing. Now, I got a phone store with nobody to argue with. I don't even understand. I don't know either. That's uh, I need some. It's what I live for. But so, you found somebody. Well, I got a bad foot. I got a bum foot. The mystery foot uh, pain is back. And, At least uh, you're not. Uh, it wasn't, you your 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't as bad as the Soldier Field day. Like, it's the day okay. before. Because usually, like, the day before, it's kind of tolerable. And then, like, tomorrow is going to be miserable. And then hopefully within a day or two, it'll be okay. Or it'll start getting better. Anyways, so I'm standing there. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't know whether I'm going to start yelling or whatever. And one of the problems I have when I can't sleep or I've been up smoking uh, all night and uh you know, just relaxing, I can't see. Like, I lose my vision. I don't know why. I, I've gone to the eye doctor. It's like bringing the car to the car mechanic with a strange noise, and they can't find anything wrong with it. Well, I have so that problem with my eyes. You're driving and you can't see? Yeah, I mean, I could see big objects. I could see... Uh, I see what's going on when I'm driving. But when I'm driving, because I'm tired, I have no reflexes. But the car has really good brakes and, uh, you know, everything, everything's fine. Well, maybe. I don't know. There could be a problem there. Anyways, so I, I, I'm i there, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Finally, some old, I get I make eye contact with some old guy named uh, Pat. So uh, Pat comes uh, strolling over. You know, he's got his blue shirt on, and uh, I, I go, hey, uh, this car radio here, this is what I want. He's like, well, let's see if we have it in stock. So he goes over to the computer, and I hobble over there, and he looks. He's like, well, we got three of them. I go, great. Uh, you know, I, I think I'll take one. Well, do you need installation? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get installation. I can't do it myself. I don't know how to put a car radio in a car. I mean, I'm not a mechanic. I don't know what's going on. So he's like, all right, well, uh, let me get the guy from the uh, home entertainment section. I'm, I'm small appliances. Apparently small appliances can't, uh, handle the cars. So they got to get the guy from the TVs to get the cars home- done. So home entertainment is a little bit closer to car radios than small appliances, I would think. I mean, the guy no, who no, no, wonder, no. not no, not no. geographically in the store. I'm saying yeah. like working in home entertainment in those items, it's a little closer to working with a car radio than a guy who's working on a blender who's trying to sell you a blender. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, listen, a lot of people have the small refrigerator in the garage or they have a washing machine in the garage. It's not unheard of. So, True. I mean, there is some, like, uh, a little bit of garage connection. Anyways, so the, the guy comes, and he's on the radio. He keeps calling the guy. He keeps calling the guy. Can't find him. You know, the guy's probably picking his ass somewhere. So uh, Pat goes, and he, he, he looks out, and he, he walks away, and he finds the guy. And this little fella comes wobbling over. I mean, this guy, uh, little troll fella, he comes, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now the three of us are standing there, like, in front of the display. Above the display, about 40 feet in the air is the car radio. And the three of us are just staring up at it, you know, like like it's Christ at a goddamn uh, church on Easter. Um, that's what it so, seems like. Jesus. Huh? I said that's what it seems like to me. I mean, you guys are really – put. It, could you point to the correct one, though, as high as it was? Did they know which one you were pointing at? No, nah, we, could, we, couldn't, like, we, we couldn't even find it. You know, and this little fellow's going to have to get a ladder. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's not my problem. I just want to buy the damn thing. I didn't put it up there. So uh-huh. uh, then the guy turns to me, the, the little fellow, and he goes, uh, hey, uh, you need installation? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, well, you got to work that out with the Geek Squad, uh, the, the automotive department of the Geek Squad. I think they have availability in mid-January. No. Now, now my, no. my goal was you buy the radio, you sit down for half an hour. There's a nice pho restaurant across the street. I'm going to go get a bowl of pho, uh, a, a treat I dearly love, and they're going to stick yep. the radio in the car. It's going to take 45 uh, minutes to an hour to get the car. I'm going to have a radio, and I'm going to be happy, right? I mean, no. this, this, it's America. 
mid-January. I go, you know, uh, actually, I think I'm going to have to think about this purchase. And I, then I left. So then I wobble over to the uh, faux place. They don't open till 11. It's 1030. So Which I'm at Harlem Irving. I'm at Harlem and Irving Plaza, as the kids call it, the hip. And uh, so I go back to the, the, the hip. And I decide, well, I'll walk around the store, but I got the bad foot, so it's going to be a pain in the ass, but it's fine. So I start walking. Now, I walk, you know, on flat surfaces, on uh, floors, I walk pretty fast. You know, like uh-huh. maybe uh, half a stride faster than uh, old people. And yep. uh, the, the mall is just, it's zombies. I don't know if you've ever been to the mall at like uh, t- 10, 30, 11 a.m. on a Monday. It's nothing but the average demographic is 70. I mean, easily. Like, no no exaggeration. The only line is, is at the Fannie Mae. So I'm trying to walk, but these people are so slow in front of me, I got to stop. Like, it's killing my foot. I, uh-huh. I, go to, I go to Spencer's. I, I go to the Hot Topic and see what the Hot Topic is. And then I, I go back. Uh, you get a massager. A lot of massage places in the mall. You get a haircut? Like, there's a hair, haircut place yeah, over there? Yeah, there's a little, little trim shop there yeah sure yeah so by the time I, I walk to the end of the mall and walk back it is uh it's time for the foe okay so i go into the <laughs> i go into the foe restaurant i get a foe it comes out immediately and like halfway through it i just start feeling nauseous like now mind you foe is a wonderful treat one of the great blends of uh of uh, uh, spices in uh, in uh, culinary history, and uh, I enjoy it uh, immensely every now and then. And uh, yeah, so I start getting nauseous. So then I got to get out of there. I come home. I, things are happening. I'm not going to go into details with. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a rough couple hours. No radio. Did you buy it? No, I didn't buy mid January. Fuck you. Okay, not doing it. Did you try to you try know, another Best Buy or anything? Or no, no, I I was sick of it. Did you listen to the story, Clark? I was nauseous after eating crow. I understand. I'm sorry to hear about that. I really am. Oh baby, but what a day on Sunday! The DraftKings gods finally came through, made a little money there. How you feeling about that, partner? Yeah, it was good. It was a good day. My you know, I've been I've been working on my cash game all year, and uh, you know, in our league, in the Rainmakers League, which you know you you want to talk about uh, nonstop last week, you know, because you won. Uh, not the same story this week. How many times have you won? This is my third time. Hey, welcome to the club, my friend. You're, you, I'll get you the three time jacket as well. Three well, times. Yeah, I mean. You, Great, you got there last week, but as as I'm getting to, I've been working on my game all year, and my average is better than yours because at, weekly I score more points on average than you do, which is what you want. And if you do so that, eventually, eventually, I've I've been maintained the number one position since uh, we started keeping track of that. So, you know, Clark, uh, you know, if you bounced up once or twice and you, you knocked me out of that position, out of the pole position, I, I, I would give in a little. But quite frankly, you haven't. Now, now you've, you've gone from, like, sixth place to second place, and you should be very proud of yourself. But you're still a good four or five points behind me in the average. And with I, only, I, was uh, never, I was never in sixth place. I was hanging out in third. Yeah, in third, fourth. Second, that's where you were. All right. 
You haven't been in first the whole time. Charlie Hogan had it for a while. No, Charlie Hogan never had first. I've been first place the whole time. I've maintained that. You Wait, are I, I, I followed. 25 points, sir. 125 right. points per week. I'm behind you at 118, and Charlie's now down to third with 112. What a yeah. league, man. It was the bottom, just so uh, people could get the uh, range. Well, uh, the bottom's 100. Yeah. Right there. So, I think I think we have a pretty good league. I think there are some, some pretty good fantasy players, and then there's a couple fish, but for the most part, I think that league's a lot of fun. What else yeah. did you do in, in your cash games this week? And tournament play? How, how did everything go? Well, what I've been doing recently, and I, I've talked a little bit about it, di- diversifying your money within the cash games. And uh, uh, when you hit, you should hit fairly big. For example, you know, I played, uh, I played a, a fifth, two 50 50s, uh, well. which actually both of those covered uh, double uh, the tournament play. So. You know, if my cash game hits, and 50-50 for people who don't know is, you know, 50% of the field pays out, 50%, you know, uh, you get your money back plus that. So you bet 100, you get 200. Um, and all you got to do is be better than half the field. So you just need to, to, you know, have a pretty good high average, and you get it. Um, so every week I aim at that to get that 50-50, you know, that's the base. I want that covered. But then you start taking smaller, um, higher-risk games. Like, for example, I was in a $10 game. For $10, there were, like, uh, I think there were 300 players. Top 30 players take $100. So you win uh, 10 times what you put in. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, a 10-time multiplier, you win, you win 90. So you, you win 100 total. You get your 10 back, and, and you win uh, 90 more dollars. Um, I came in 28th place. So, you know, I took 100 in that game. Um, you know, and I, you do that, I do that to varying dif, dif, uh, degrees. Uh, for $20, uh, I was in a game with like uh, 2,000 people where uh, top, top 20 paid out like 1,000. Um, uh-huh. I, I unfortunately didn't hit that because it just it didn't happen. But the same team is in all of those. So, you know, if you have a good day, you're going to have a good day. And if you have a really good day, you're not just covering your 50-50, you're also making money on top of that, which is the goal. So, if you could if you could get if you could set a team that's good enough to hit the 50-50, you know, uh, risk a little bit more some of the winnings, you know, you kind of balance it. Um and then my tournament play I broke even, which which seems to be the trend for me this year. I I tend to come up a little short or break even, which I believe you did as well with uh our 20 the twenty I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I came out two dollars ahead in that one, Al. All right. Well, I, I expect my uh, my dollar. Or uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Expect a dollar pretty soon. Uh, All right. Fair. I, uh, I I I can make that happen for you, my friend. Uh, That's all right. Yeah, it was pretty much an average week uh, for me there. Uh, I won a couple of uh, one dollar fifty fifties. And yeah. uh, in in that league, yeah. <laughs> what um couple of the big surprises out there that uh, some games early on well shit i mean the saints and niners they they went gangbusters i mean some of that was expected but my god that they scored out of this world there were a couple other games where players who we weren't expecting to score did phenomenal yeah yeah i didn't look at the uh, uh who i was on versus who i w- wasn't on who i missed on 
Um, but overall, I think I did all right. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking at. Uh, so my top team came in at 185.54 points. Yours came in at 183.48. My top team had uh, Tannehill, who went for 31 points, which was a really good uh, deal uh, out of Tennessee. Um, he, he he went for 5.8. Uh, Aaron Jones was uh, uh, I didn't know where to go with Aaron Jones. I did I did play a lot of Aaron Jones. Um, because he, he has these games where he either has two points, yep, you know, five points, or he scores like 17 touchdowns and, and wins all the money. Um, and I, so I was a little hesitant to go all in on him. I uh, only went uh, 16% of uh, teams had him. But that was, uh, you know, 76 lineup, so it was pretty, pretty steep. Uh, Powell, Bael Powell, I had at 42%. And then uh, Kumara, who I believe busted, was at thirty seven percent. So Yeah, okay. yeah. Kamara put up uh seven points, so uh now uh Tannehill paired with AJ Brown. AJ Brown I believe was the top receiver on the week. He put up thirty six points. So I had uh Tannehill going for thirty one, Jones going for thirty four, uh Kamara going for seven, busting. That that would have been my uh path to two hundred points right there. Because if he would have done thirty, like he should have. Uh-huh. <laughs> DJ Moore was always a great play. He put up twelve, a uh, little uh, undervalue because he was seven k. Uh, I had uh, Hopkins who put up twenty nine points. I had AJ Brown who I said put up thirty six. My tight end who I spent uh, two point five k on put up sixteen, great value. I had a tight end in the flex at Hunter Henry at eleven, and the Chargers uh, gave me six. So, yeah, it was. Uh, Decent week. Uh, I noticed in the cash game you didn't play uh, Ian Thomas. That was a, a mistake, I believe. I believe. I actually haven't looked. Wait, who, who did not play think... Ian Thomas? Did you play Wait, Ian Thomas in the cash game? Who's Ian Thomas? Ian Thomas was the backup to uh, Greg Olson. Greg Olson being out. Um, oh, no. Ian Thomas. I played Kittle and Doyle. Doyle. Yeah, yeah. Well, number one, don't play the two tight end sets. In no, the cash always game. play the two tight ends. You always play two tight ends. It, it worked. Game. It worked for you once. It worked for you worked last, for me last week. week maybe you, you, you got to ride with it. You got to roll roll but the dice. It, if you're looking at actual statistics, if you're playing by numbers, um, the tight end position has the highest risk, uh, <laughs> which we see. You know, um, let's see. I'm trying to find well, Hunter. Uh, Hunter Thomas cost 5K. He put up 12 points. I mean, that, that's not great return. O.J. Howard, uh, for example, cost 3.2. He put up 11. That is a good value. Kittle cost you 6, and you shouldn't be spending that much on a tight end. Um, he put up 18 because it's hard, which is a good day. Like, 18 points is nothing to sneeze at a, a tight end position. But at 6K, you know, I, I'd rather spend that money on, say, you know, uh, uh, a DJ Moore who was seven K, so scratch that. But uh, you know, Aaron Jones was only six seven, and he gave you thirty four points. Because what's the most consistent position in football in fantasy, Clark? Um, I, I would go with the running back. That is correct. What Which, is the least consistent? Um, the uh, the tight end. Correct. So you're you're, right. you're 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 waging a very high risk versus very low risk. If you notice in my cash games. Uh, it's almost always, always, and it's, it really is the key to, to success, 
It's three t- three running backs. Okay. Three running backs. Always three running backs. But do what you that's but do but do but you do you. Okay, I'll do me. That's fine. Um what's what the one kicker, the one thing that really pissed me off uh in Daily Fantasy this week was what's with Austin Eckler? Like uh, you know, I, I played Gordon expecting a, a bit more this week, like his breakout. And Eckler uh, ended up with what, like thirty points, something like that. Well, here's what you here's what you should have known going into that game. Jacksonville obviously bad, bad against the run. Um, they also allow a very high percentage of run plays. So, you know, where normally you'd get say twenty touches and run, you're going to get thirty. So there's going to be an increased usage on Austin Eckler. Now, like you, I projected. Uh, that that was going to be a Melvin Gordon game. It set up nicely for Melvin Gordon. I had him in 21% of my lineups. Yeah. Yeah, I had him in 21% of my lineups. I had zero on Eckler. You didn't need Eckler, though. I mean, you need you needed Aaron Jones. And uh, you, you would, you know, Aaron Jones, uh, Melvin Gordon was fine. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Eckler definitely had a great game. He did He did well for a lot of people in year long. And yeah. uh, definitely, he, he. Well, I mean, that's called that, that is being contrarian, where you take you take the guy who's supposed to have success in the game, and you pivot off of him to the guy who has a chance to take that success away from where all the field is putting their money. So, if if, if you were being uh, contrarian, you would go Eckler, but um, he's, he's probably I the reason that I'm losing in your year long fantasy league because Scott. Um, well. He dropped 29.3 in your league. Now, this year, it's all bonus to me because I just found out on Thursday when Scott texted me that I was in the playoffs. I had assumed that to to Charlie. I thought that he was there because he had been in first place Monday night, last Monday night when we talked about it. But come to find out, I made the playoffs in three out of five of my leagues. That's more than 50%, my friend. Well, tonight, if Miles Sanders... Puts up more than two points, I will have made uh, four of uh, six leagues the playoffs. So very happy about that. So I just need Miles Sanders to give me two points, and I'll be fine. And if Miles Sanders gives me two points next week, I take on the biggest dick, the biggest piece of shit I have ever played in fantasy football. This kid is such a fucking prick. I look forward to destroying him. And, you know, his team is better than mine. His team averages more mm-hmm. points than mine does. But I am going to do everything in my fantasy football power to come in as the fourth seed. Now, to get in the playoffs, I needed – I was sitting in the fifth position. I needed four – and or I, I was in the sixth place. Top four go in. I needed the guy in the fourth position and the fifth position. I need the guy in the fourth position to lose because I wasn't catching up to his points. I needed to beat the guy in the uh, the the fourth position or the fifth position. I had to I had to score more points than he did. So even though I wasn't playing him, I needed to outscore him because we had the exact same points totals going into the game. Well, the guy in uh, the guy in the fourth position lost. Thankfully, the guy in the, the in position one uh, beat him. He, he dominated him. The Good. guy the the guy in fifth place. Put up way more points than I did, but he's going to lose the game. So I'm going to backdoor myself into this damn game, and I am going to kick this kid's ass. Yeah, boy. 
And now all you need is two points from Miles Sanders. And you know, I'm actually thinking Mitch Trubinsky might be my, uh, yeah, I just need Miles Sanders to catch two balls. And, uh, you know, Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard's out tonight. I mean, it sets up nicely where I looked the lowest, his floor, his floor all season was four points. So, okay. I need 25 points tonight in order to beat Scott in your league. Uh, and I'm playing. This isn't good. I'm playing Philadelphia's defense tonight, and I'm playing and their kicker. The kicker, Elliot, is yeah, well. I know. I've been on I these things. Scott, I told Scott earlier, I'm telling you this now. The kicker's he's going to get me 22 points, and I'm going to lose this fucking game. That's just how it's going to go. Well, feels, if the kicker's like – you actually have good correlation because if the kicker's playing well, chances are the defense is playing well. That's a good and, point. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you have you have correlation. It's not unrealistic for a defense to put up twelve points, right? Right. And it's not unrealistic and, uh, for for a kicker to put up thirteen. Eight. Yeah. You're so right. yeah, I'm going to lose this by two. That's, that's going to give you twenty. Yeah, I mean it's tough. It's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> no, but it, it's. It's interesting. It is interesting. Man, we're both a little bit under the weather, right? Folks watching on Facebook Live and listening uh, on Blog Talk Radio on the simulcast tonight. Uh, we're probably not going to go all of too late tonight. I don't know how you feel about it, partner, but that's kind of what it, what I, where I'm at a little bit as well. Um, uh, how, how many leagues are you going to survive in this week, do you think? Well, because I'm as good as I am, Clark, and you're Clark, um, as I said, I'm in uh, four that. of six. I'm in four of six. Three of them, I have buys this week. The yeah. fourth one, the playoffs didn't start. This was the final week, which was the game I just uh, told you about. So, um, yeah, I've got a buy. I have a buy. Uh, what a yeah, one and two I failed in, by the way. How was yeah? You're well. Well, it makes sense. You, you finally got into the league of champs. Yeah, the ten dollar buy in with the where the you know, top fifty percent of the field gets paid. No, do you know what I think it I is? might even win money number, in that. Number one <laughs> No, number one and two in the regular season get paid, and number one and two in the playoffs get paid. So you, you get what? something just just for being there, baby. Oh my god, what a waste yeah. of time. So there's that league. Um and then but of course I'm, our uh, league I uh, I in lost. my family league, my brother-in-law finished first overall, dominated. I was the fourth player in. I was fourth, and I'm going to – it's a two-week playoff league. You, you remember doing that. Uh, uh, it's a two-week playoff league, but week one of the playoffs, we're in the semifinals. I've got out to a quite the big lead. I'm up 168 to 127 after, uh, after week one. So I'm, I'm up 50. No, I'm up 40. Let's do math. And I'm feeling pretty good about that. Uh, well, we'll we, do have, we, we do have a caller, so let's, uh, oh. let's invite them into oh. the, the uh, conversation here. Uh, 973, oh, are you there? I'm here. Are they going to be on that Good. quick? <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah. Well, Blue, what's up, Blue? At least your teams are doing great. Uh, my area is, is in a downward spiral right now. Ugh. Ugh. What up? Uh, the Giants haven't even really kicked off yet, have they? I mean, I don't uh, know. Yeah, what... they just finished. The, they just started the kickoff, and uh, Philly got sacked. So, but uh, I don't think I can go well. 
Yeah. I Wait, know did it's, you say Philly, Philly got a sack or they got they, sacked? No, they got sacked. Philly got yeah. sacked by the Giants. Damn it. Money's coming in, Clark. This is bullshit. Wait, don't you have uh, – I, I thought you had uh, the Giants. No, I have Philly's D. Oh, oh, you're screwed, yeah. All right, pal. Wait, so, you Lou, do you play, any, uh, you play any fantasy football? I have played fantasy football, and I did horrible. Okay, all right. Well, Understandable. Not for everybody. Yeah. It, it, it's a game like golf where if you're not good at it, you're going to get really pissed off really quickly. That's uh, true. It, My golf balls are probably hit the water nine, uh, nine out of 18 times probably. What uh? What what's Eli playing football tonight? Is that what I've heard? He's starting. He's starting. Welcome back. Yeah, but uh, this probably is going to be his last game, you know, in a or as a starter. Um, rumor is though that you, do you think he's going to come back uh, somewhere else next season, or after this he's done? I think he's done. I I thought so. I can't. The Bears have a lot going on in in the quarterback position. Uh, and I don't see them bringing Eli Manning in for competition. Mm, no, because, God. No. If well, they're, not, if uh, they're not bringing him, I don't know who's bringing who. What about Carolina? Because um, you know, there's there's rumors about that. Well, you might as well hold on to Cam if you're going to go to Eli. I think. Mm, I, I don't know. If get rid of Cam. Left, I don't know if there's much left in the tank for either one. Mm. I think he's saying, "What do you think about Cam to the Bears?" Yeah, I like that idea. I mean, really? uh, you know, Newton's a bit of a wuss, so. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I like it. I like the uh, the possibility of it happening, Al. The competition in there for Mitch. Anybody, yeah. any, anybody with an arm and a pulse. You know, Mitch, but, I, I was looking. He might be my quarterback in that game I was telling you about. Both, next Mitch, week? both the guy I'm playing. Yeah, both the guy I'm playing and myself stream quarterbacks. So neither of us have a great quarterback going into next week. So the free okay. agent uh, is going to be, you know, whatever we go for a free agency, I'm probably going to have first dibs because I know I have the worst team. So yeah, I think it's going to be quarterback, and I think Mitch is in a favorable matchup, if I'm not mistaken. With Green Bay? <laughs> Green Bay. Oh, it is Green Bay, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah it maybe is. not. Yeah. There was There's Ooh. another quarterback that's uh, that's absolute shit who I, I believe uh, – and is like, is? To me, looks to be the play. Lou, yep. what, what's the report from out east? Uh, what, what do you got for us? Well, right now I am viewing the uh, Giants, the Giants Eagles game right now, and uh, it looked and the field that was kind of sloppy. I mean, it's raining all over the place here in Jersey and in Philadelphia. It's a complete mess. Uh, the Devils fired their coach on uh, Thursday because they're they're in a deep hole, and I'm happy to say at least the Knicks fired Fisdale. Oh, what a relief that came with to be! Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, finally. I mean, I don't know what the rest of y'all think, but I was overjoyed. Yeah, me well. too. Oh my god, we actually had a we had a little surprise party for it. We we found out about it, and uh, me and a couple guys we we ordered up some uh, cupcakes. And balloons and party streamers, and there was a whole uh, there was a whole celebration. You ordered you you ordered cupcakes for you would order them for anything. You don't need a reason to do that now. No, you don't. Yeah, no, I, I get a nice long john every uh, every Saturday night. I go grocery shopping, and they have you get three long johns with good custard in it for five bucks over oh. at the Jewel. 
So every Sunday, I wake up with a with some coffee and a long john. Uh huh. I thought you were celebrating New Year's early. Yeah, yeah. Always, I'm always celebrating New Year's. Every day is a New Year's okay. for me. Hey, Lou, okay. did you, uh, how do you, how do you feel about uh, Juice W uh, W R L D passing away? That was pretty sad, huh? Mm, I'm not really I'm not really follow much of the WWE. My my friends do, but it is sad nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've lost some, we've lost some, uh, you know, pretty good wrestlers in recent times. So, um, you know, this is another, this is another sad chapter. At Juice World was, uh, yeah, he, I mean, he even he once rapped he was going to be dead by twenty three. That's right. Yeah. Did he really? Jesus. He was a Chicago guy, I think. I don't know. Uh-huh. Huh. That's right. If I'm not mistaken. Man. Well, I mean, we lost one of we lost one of the. Greats from my era um, a while back. Oh, yeah? Who's that? I think it was uh, Ray Ray Piper. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Dirt. Yeah, take him yeah. a dirt nap. Rest in peace, Roddy Piper. Yeah, he, yeah. he was good. Yeah. The enemy of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. That, was his, no, yeah. that was his prime enemy. Well, and Hulk That's Hogan's right. still, with us, still with us today, and there's really big news that Al and I are going to break well, here today. Shortly. Let me tease that. Yeah, there's some big Hulk Hogan news out there. Oh, really? Can't oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, nah, I think I know what you're talking about. Sure. So, you know, I know it's like, you know, how well, you guys lost a le- legend of your era, and, you know, I lost a legend in my era. Yeah. Yeah, well, well Rowdy, Rowdy we lost another, was a legend We lost another legend, though, today, but although it's not the sports world, but... A little, you know, reminder of you know my youth gone by. Who's that? Wait. Uh, you may not know the name, but uh, he was very he was very popular among kids with his character. His name was Carol Smith. Oh, yeah, Sesame Street. Uh, I know Oscar Big the Grouch and Big, Big Bird. Bird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great puppeteer, one of the greatest Little puppeteers Bird, of all. Now what? That was my Snuffy. Sorry. That's good. A very yeah. good Snuffy. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, not a big deal though. I mean, you no, don't really know. It's just a hand in a, in a puppet's ass. Hey, you know, hey, the hey, hey, all the hey, work. hey, hey, uh, hey, hey! It was part of hey. our youth. Hey, hey, he's still I mean, there he's, though. I mean, the bird's not going no, anywhere. He's no Chicago's own bozo the clown, my friend. No, I mean, true. That, now that's a guy. Well, yeah, you lost a bozo, I think, uh, last week too. One of the bozos. I heard. Yeah, we've lost a couple bozos around here. I wish yeah, I had a lot of bozos. Wish yeah, I wait, are you talking about the actual clown or, or people that you know that are bozo? Oh, oh, sorry. A little bit of both. Hey, now. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Yeah. Because we use that as a different term. <laughs> yeah. You know, because yeah. we, we refer to a bozo as, you know, an idiot. But, you know, we don't mean bozo the clown necessarily. Oh, thank you, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> you get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that we got that clarified. Well, because basically the New York the New York sports teams have been playing like a bunch of bozos uh, lately. You know, mm-hmm. the Jets, you know, are mediocre. The Giants are a sham this year. The Devils reek. The Knicks are oh boy. Like they want to go there. So in essence, it's kind of related. Yeah. Well, the yeah, Knicks are the they're playing like bozos in the same spot. So. Well, they're playing like bozos. So you got you know figure that out. Well, Lou, thanks for checking in. I appreciate it. All right. 
Yep. Yeah, Lou, well, take care, brother. Good uh, good hearing from you, man. Happy have holidays. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a, a happy uh, Hanukkah. Have a you delightful Kwanzaa. Have a, uh, a perfecto um, New Year's. Have a, uh, a, a lovely uh, St. Valentine's Day. Enjoy well, St. Patrick's Day. Another beautiful call from Lou out in New Jersey. Wow. Well, the phone line drops. The line opens, 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. I mean, it's always nice to get the Lou report. The, we get the uh, we find out what's going on in the East Coast. Yep. It's always nice to hear. Absolutely. So the Bears are still in contention. They didn't blow it yet. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to win everything, Al. Like, they're going to win out. The Rams are going to lose two of three. The Vikings are going to lose to the Bears. There we go. Bears are in the playoffs, baby. 2% Done deal. chance, Archer. It's a 2% it two chance. It's a 2%. Wow. I one knew it was shit. Says two and another one says four. That's, that's okay. about where they stand. But basically, you need the Rams to lose two because the Bears lost to the Rams. They've got one more win right, right now. And you need the Vikings, and the Bears have to beat the Vikings. Like, that ha- and, and the Bears have to beat the Packers and the Chiefs, which I see that happening. They're going to go up and dominate up in Green Bay. They're going to come home and take on the Chiefs here at Soldier Field. Who do the Chiefs think they are coming into Soldier Field? And then they're going to go up to Minnesota and Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins? Come on, that's nothing. Bears. Bears win. Yeah. The Bears are 3-1 and one in the division, and I don't see them losing another game in the division this year. Well, let's. I mean, let's look at it. The Rams do play the 49ers this week. Not an easy game. I mean, it's the number no. one defense, and it's a defense that actually plays the strengths to stopping um, who the Rams are. Now, another thing about the Rams is uh, Jared Goff has terrible did. road splits. Terrible road splits. Uh, when he's at home, he does okay. When he's outside and he's on the road, um, he, he drops his, his QB percentage drops completely tanks. And they are okay. at San Francisco. And so, and uh, this week, first, before that, they're at Dallas. I mean, as we saw this past week, <laughs> that's not too much of a hope, but it is on the road. So, right. Let's see. So they got dropped two, two or three games, right? That's, and, then, uh, and then they end the season with the Cardinals. So, Yeah, that, one, uh, that one's going to be a little easier. Uh, right. But the Cardinals... You know, that, that spread offense, it, it's interesting. I mean, you, you can score. I mean, they only won three games, so I'm not going to oversell them. But, um, you know, you you got Kirk at receiver, and, uh, you know, Murray's doing some things with his legs. <coughs> um, yeah, I, and, and we've seen, unfortunately, it's at home, so uh, chances are uh, pretty good for uh, the Rams in that situation, but. Hey, is there a football team in St. Louis? The Cardinals? Uh, there's about to be an XFL team there. They don't have a football team, though, though. Well, like a real Rams. one. Like the Rams were in St. Louis recently. Right, right. I remember that. It was like Kurt Warner. Um, it was like three it, years ago. Yeah, I was thinking that the other day. I was like, man, I don't think the Rams have a team. and I, or, I'm sorry, I don't think St. Louis has a team. And I was trying to think of... Uh, I'm like, no, they have to have a team. I'm like, is it the Cardinals? I'm like, no, that's Arizona. I'm like, yeah. 
The St. Louis Battlehawks are about to begin their inaugural season in the XFL. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. As Lou would say. Uh, Lou, yeah. Lou. Yeah. Uh, Today was announced that the Rokon show is over. Uh, Over for the season. They're going to put Roquan Smith up. Uh, He's going to the the IR. And uh, he's got that torn peck, and he won't be back until next season, which, hey, go get go get whatever needs to be done. Come back fully healthy next year. That'll be all right. Uh, Akeem Hicks, it does still matter. He's going to – it's looking like – everybody's saying it's looking like he's going to suit up against uh, the Packers, which I think that's pretty big for them. I don't know if, it, if it's going to equal a win against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers up at Lambeau, but uh, – but I'm kind of down with it. Oh. Oh, come on now. Wait. What's that? Hey, do, have you seen Lizzo at the uh, Lakers game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she she turned around and showed her showed her her pants that looked like uh, Rikishi's. Yeah. Or her ass. Yeah. You know, I, I I actually read that earlier that Lizzo was getting compared to Rikishi, and I didn't get the headline. Yeah. And I just watched the video where she, I get it, and uh, yeah. uh, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't connect the two until you said that. Yeah, I know nothing about her. Like, at, like I've, I've seen little bits and pieces of her here and there, but I really don't know much about her. But she's one hundred percent that bitch. Huh? Seems like a fun gal. That seems like a lot of fun. What she was doing there at the, at the game. Yeah, I mean, but like, uh, I mean, even what, like, I understand, you know. You know, she's she's as they like to say, she's a thicker gal. And Does she played uh, the part of being know. a bitch. Is that what you're saying? Like that's a line. That's a line in the song, Clark. I mean, keep up with modern times, will you please? Oh, no. I can't. I can't. Oh, yeah, Mar- I feel like Mario Ronaldo over here. Oh, yeah, I'm one hundred percent that bitch. Mama even Mia, I'm crazy. Mama Mia, got boy problems. That's the human in me. Bling bling. Something that's the goddess in me. You know, I'll blow up your DMs later. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so Lizzo uh, don't blow up my DMs. She wears a uh, like a like a black uh, t-shirt like dress. I don't know what you call those things. And but the back end is cut out. So I mean, her ass is just hanging out like bare ass uh, with like a mm-hmm. thong on underneath, and it's, it's just <laughs> the ass is highlighted. Now, even if she was a very um, even if she had a really nice ass, and you know, I mean, there's plenty of people who find uh, a large posterior to be be attractive. Uh, uh, it's just probably not the, the norm of what, what what society deems as attractive. Even if she, let's say, she had she had a nice uh, posterior uh, in the modern uh, parlance of uh, of uh, look, I don't think the, the outfit's appropriate, regardless for a basketball game. You know, that's all I'm saying. All right. Okay. That's fine. But who am I? Who am I to judge, you know? I, I don't care. As a matter of fact, you know what? Fine. You want your ass hanging out at a basketball game? Do it. Let's that means talk. I, if, yeah, go ahead. Let's talk about the Chicago Bears, Mitchell Trubisky, Matt Nagy. Last Thursday night, were they just playing against a team that's inferior, that's going through dire straits, that's firing their, their coach, uh, their uh their owners getting pissed off the next morning on the radio station. Things are not good with that franchise. 
Is that no. why the Chicago Bears won the game and why Mitchell Trubisky was able to do it? Or was it because they finally let him go? Like he, he, he's able to run the ball. He looked like a confident quarterback back there. And is that only because of the defense they're playing Al? Or is that because they're figuring something out again? Was he hurt? Did they not want to let him run because he hasn't been running the way that he was? Or was it just that somebody finally gave him the opportunity to run like the defense did? It, it was uh, well, Dallas was a dumpster fire, absolute dumpster fire. I mean, right. it's them, the Chargers, um, Chicago to an extent, uh, it, just bad. So it, that that was more the factor of it than anything. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't get too excited. We we know what Mitch is. I mean, we really do. If if suddenly you think he's not what you know he is, then you're not being subjective. You're not you're not being honest with yourself. Really? Mitch Trubinsky is Mitch Trubinsky. Yeah. What would it take for you to uh, for you to change your mind on that, or or you can't even think that way because you're so convinced that there's no chance. If, if let's say his uh, QB rating rose next year by 15 points, I'd be like, wow, you know, what, okay. boom, this guy took off. But look, I go to pro I go to Pro Football Focus. You know, we reference them often. And I look at the uh, the scouting report, right? Uh, his professional scouting report. Out of what? How many teams are there? Thirty-two teams, thirty-one teams, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His his position rank is twenty-eighth. Now, his QB, his 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 grade, his scout grade is a below average. It's a sixty-three point eight. Now. 2017, his rookie year, which he played most of the games, right? Uh-huh. Guess what his uh, QB rating was? What? I have no idea. I'll take a guess. It's it's 63.8 right now. No. He's regressed. No? Uh, come on. Give me. What do you think he was? What was his QB rating? I don't know what his QB rating was. Oh, I thought that's just well, what you said. No, what what was his professional scout rating? Right now it's a sixty three point eight. Oh, then I don't know eighty. I have okay. no idea. Year one, he 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 was a sixty six point four. Okay. Year two, he was a sixty three point six. Year three, this year, current year, sixty three point uh-huh. eight. His average scout rating is a 63.8. Nothing has changed, Clark. There's never been a sign of progress. Now, a guy they could have had, a guy who was the obvious pick in that draft, the guy who made the most sense. You look at his college career. You look at everything he has going for him. It wasn't Mahomes. It was Watson, right? Mahomes was a risk. Mahomes, even though he went second, he was a risk. 2017, his QB rating was a 68.1, okay? Now, mind you, again, Mitch is like at a 66 right Right. now. I I forget what I just said. So 68.1. So they were about the same, right? Year two, 2018, 80.9. Year three, 2019, current year, 83.3. He averages an 83.3 scout rating. The dude has done nothing but grow, okay? And if you want to say, well, Mitch has a bad offensive line, the Dallas Cowboys have a shitty offensive line. 
Now, yeah. Mitch doesn't have Hopkins to throw to or Will Fuller, but he does have uh, Allen Robinson, who, who, who by no means is a slouch. I mean, the guy's not right. a bad uh, a bad wide receiver whatsoever. I mean, he, he's a guy I want on my team. So, well, and Anthony Miller might not be all that terrible either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Anthony Miller uh, had a lot of a lot going for him coming out of uh, a college. He got uh, compared to Anthony uh, Antonio uh, Brown, Antonio Brown, which oh, may right. not be such a good thing anymore. Um, Fair. All right. So then you look at Mahomes, who who had a a outlander last year, an outlier, where he 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 stepped up uh, his game tremendously. But he started with a 72.6 QB rating. So he had the highest of the uh, that class uh, uh-huh. playing in Andy, Re- Andy Reid's system. Last year, I mean, he just went off. He had a 92.9 rating. This year, he's at a 76.4. So he okay. stepped back. He's still, he's still yep. better than he was year one. He's just now, uh, he's realistically, his QB rating's probably about an 80 where I think Watson's the best of those three, and he's at about an 84, where Mitch has remained at that 66 mark. He has not gotten off first base. He's stuck on first base, and he's not going anywhere. All right. He's bad. He's bad. There's, I mean, you, you, the, numbers, the numbers don't lie. The scouting doesn't lie. The, what we see is what we have. What we have is what we get. What we get is garbage. That's Mitch Dubinsky. Okay. So, do you know, one or two... We- has the franchise lost uh, lost their hope in him, or are they going to keep keep putting the biscuit in this basket come next season? What did I just say? The biscuit? What? What? I don't you know? I mean, are better. they going to are they going to bring somebody in? Is Teddy Bridgewater coming to Chicago? Is uh, is there going to be a trade for Mariota? What what's happening next year? Because we certainly they do not have a first round pick. They're not drafting a, a quarterback who's ready to play in the NFL. Do we have a first-round pick uh, coming out of next season? I don't know. I have no idea. Siri, when's the Bears' next first-round pick? She doesn't know. She, she's like the she's like the little guy at the Best Buy. She doesn't know. Are you playing the drums over there? What's going on? I'm typing, Clark. Okay. Oh. What are you typing? What we're talking about when the next Bears first round pick would be. You can join in if you want. 760-454-8834, 760-454-8834, or leave a comment over on Facebook Live. We'll get to that. Let's see. Bears reach agreement to trade for Khalil Mack. Here we go. There's the juice. See what the trade was for. Bears give up first round picks in 2019 and 2020. A third in 2020 and a sixth in 2019. Okay, so we're done. We're done with the deal after this year. So the Raiders will get our, uh, you know, our shitty uh, first round pick, which we're going to be probably eight and eight, you know, somewhere in there, and uh, okay. eight, nine, 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 and uh, nine and seven. So they're going to get like the fifteenth, the twelfth, the fifteenth pick. Not a big loss. Um, so given the fact we have one more year at Trubinsky. And we have a first-round pick coming out of the year. Um, I don't know if I want to commit a lot of money to some dead quarterback, to, to some option, when what we need to do is draft one in the, right. uh, 
Right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, I, I don't know. Isn't that what Pace tried to do, signing Glennon when drafting Mitch? Well, yeah, I mean, he was he, he he was putting some depth out there, but that didn't turn out all that great. Yeah, it was a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a lot of money. But it, yeah. it was quick money. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed watching the game. Uh, last Thursday. I mean, it's fun to see things working correctly using tight ends that you've never heard of. Uh, some of those guys stepping up to the plate. We're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna see the whole crew back next year. I think, Al. Right. I mean, I don't see. Uh, I don't see the coach going. I don't see Nagy going. And you might as well keep Pacer on until you're gonna clean house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nagy would go before Pace for sure. <laughs> Breaking Uh-oh. news today. It was announced that in the 2020 Hall of Fame class, WWE Hall of Fame, the New World Order, uh, they're inducting four members of it Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Sean Waltman, who is known as Six. Who, you know, Ugh. I think Hogan had a tweet today, Hulk Hogan did, saying the original four. When that wasn't the original four, uh, Sean Waltman, six, or X-Pac, as, as you may know him, or the one, two, three kid, uh, yeah. six was the sixth member. That's why they called him six. Uh, and then the, the actual the fourth and fifth members were actually Ted DiBiase and the Giant, who WWE fans know as the Big Show, which by numbers. But, I mean, the four that you really think about when you think about the NWO, of course, I, I would say that, that it's those four. And, and Bischoff. I kind of wonder why Bischoff's not around. Me, you know me, Al. I was the big WCW. I was I followed the NWO over there. You stayed true to WWE. Uh, I know you're not big on WCW guys. What 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 have you say right here? I feel like they're just you know they're running out of stars, so they keep recycling by putting groups in. Oh, like you, you know, Bret Hart's in like twelve times. You know, Ric Flair's in like a fifteen-time Hall of Famer because they put him right. in. Uh, you know. What, Hart's oh, yeah. twice, Flair's twice, Hogan's now twice? No, Flair, they put Flair in for being Ric Flair the wrestler. They put Ric Flair in for being Ric Flair the four horseman. They put Flair in for being Charlotte's dad. I mean, they, they just keep giving every <laughs> week, every year they wheel that guy out. <laughs> he did make evolution, didn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, when they, exactly. Next year will be evolution. Yeah. They'll throw him in there one more time. Well, and then Batista would be going in two years in a row because he's the other one that they announced today. You know, tickets go on sale on the 13th. I was wondering why they made the announcement this early. Usually it's closer to Royal Rumble time. But tickets go on sale in a few days for the Hall of Fame. So that's why those announcements happen right now. Absolutely. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, Uh, Batista doesn't have a chance chance to be the first ever back-to-back inductee. That's going to uh, Sean Waltman last year as X-Pac with the uh, Degeneration X, and then this year with the New World Order. Hey, yo. You mean, oh, my God, X-Pac's a two-time Hall of Famer? I'm, I Two in a row. Back-to-back. You know, some people are offended that, like, the Birdman Coco Beware is in the Hall of Fame 
Two times for Sean Waltman? Are you shitting me? This is they a guy so fragile. It. This guy is so fragile, he can't leave the house without his dog. I mean, I've heard for Christ's sake. I've heard Arn Anderson say good things about him. I've heard they say that, from what I, I'm hearing, that he was a great in-ring performer. People knew that they were going to have a good match if he was involved. Like, they were very well, happy with that. If you were a fan of indie wrestling at the time, he was known as the Lightning Kid, and he was right. exceptional. Yeah, he was he was all the rage on the indies. Had you seen uh, him, or just read about him on the uh, on the sheets? I read him. I, I wasn't following indie wrestling back then. No, I mean the world is a lot smaller. Yeah, we you were know, younger. There we wasn't the internet. Young. I mean, the internet was there, but people didn't have the internet. It was like. You know, the one kid on the block had a computer that well, had that it. Been like 93 when the 123 came into WWF, like 93, yeah, 94. I, I would there. say like, ni- I would say 91, 91, Jeez. 92. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that's early. I didn't have internet. Not a chance. That was like 96, something like that. Right. Huh. Right. It, it was like two, three years before internet took off. And even after internet took off, not everybody had him. You know, yeah. it, it wasn't like an instant thing where all of a sudden everybody had internet. No, it was like, you know, right. you had older parents. They weren't, they didn't know what the hell was going on with that. You know, if they weren't technology hip, they weren't, they weren't getting that. Well, and then there were no figure... that were local to me. So you had to right, pay right. a minute for a while. Like we had to call up to Rockford or Belvedere or something and you had to pay to per minute to use it. It was crazy when it started. Right, in the... Uh, Mrs. Lawrenson wasn't dealing with all that. No, we would we would not. And you yeah. know, you you say you say it would um, you you would say you would pay by the minute. And what kids today don't understand is like, let's say you went to look at porn. Well, one, oh, there weren't any goodness. videos. Well, there right. were. It was just few and far between. But like, let's say you wanted to see a picture of uh, Jenna Jameson, it would take twenty minutes. I mean, it would be like a slow strip tease. You know, you would get a little bit of the shoulder would download, and then 10 minutes later, you'd get the top of the nipple, and, you know, by, by, the, by the time it next you know, it's 4 in the morning before you're getting any action, so. Oh, uh, man, I'm glad I've, I have girls. Am I? I don't know. Uh, by the way, uh, you were right, 1993, the Lightning Kid joined the WWE, so you had, okay. you're spot on. Good for you. We both had it pretty early there, but, uh, yeah, back-to-back for uh, for Sean Waltman. There you go. Huh. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, Miles always, Sanders, uh, just an update. He has three points, so I, I have taken the lead. I have an eighty-nine percent chance of winning. There's still the chance that Miles Sanders fumbles or does something dumb, and then I'll, I mean, let's say he fumbles and gets injured on the same play, then I lose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not going to happen. But I mean, you can see where like that's one of the worst ways to lose. You know. I don't see that happen. I don't either. It's just in the realm of possibilities. Although they're saying I have a, well, they moved it up. They bumped it up to a 90. Oh, because I'm almost at four points now. He just did something. Okay. You think it's weird? To to lose. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. it, 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 is it the same with you? You had bye weeks uh, this week. Uh, I It's been a while since I've had a bye week in, in football. It, it's weird because I'm trying to, like, make sure that my team's still ready. I don't yeah. have the best team in the playoffs, even though I finished in first in the standings. 
I don't like, I, I think, I think there's four better teams in the playoffs than me. Uh, do I think I can win? Yeah. That's, that's how fantasy football works. Um, but I'm just trying to make sure that I'm on top of the waiver wires and stuff. And we'll see. It's going to be hard to get the players I want because I'm in first place, which, you know, it's hard. Like last week or going into this week, I needed to stream a quarterback and, uh, my quarterback all year has been Josh Allen, and uh, I dropped him. I straight up dropped him because his next three opponents are all tough. They're all they're yeah. all dudes who should yeah. shut him down. Now the dickhead I'm playing, this guy, this piece of trash who I have to beat, he picked him up, which is interesting. But I think he's just wasting a roster spot because <laughs> I think the value is going to be in guys like Dan, uh, Tannehill and Darnold and Trubinsky. Let him pick it up. Man, that'd be crazy if you went with Mitchell. That's tough. Because then you're going to be double pissed at him if it doesn't go well. Uh, I figured it out. I know I looked to figure out who, who my QB play was, and uh, it was somebody really bad. But you know what? It might be Mayfield. Mayfield's available. Yeah, he's playing Cincinnati and Arizona the next two weeks. Okay. So I think that's going to be the guy to go for. In my, in this league, at least. I mean, Cincinnati is just trash. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Cincinnati was this week. Oh, so it's 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 Arizona and then Baltimore. So I would stream I would stream him this week. I think that Mayfield's the guy. Let's see, Matt Ryan's available on the waiver wire, but he's playing San Francisco. So I'm not going to touch that. And he uh-huh. he's not himself. He's hurt. Something's up with uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, I wouldn't trust that at all. Where, yeah, I'm definitely getting the guy who's playing, uh, you know, Arizona, who's number one at giving up the most points to the quarterback position all year. So, you know, I don't know that this kid. This kid obviously is. Uh, I think he has something like, you know, like most people have like 20 waiver moves. This kid's had like 120 waiver moves on the year. So he's just yeah. constantly streaming, you know. He's just constantly oh, yeah. streaming players. Well, you said you might uh, pitch up, pick up Mitchell Trubisky here, and he might. Do you know this, that Mitch Trubisky is the only active quarterback with over 750 pass attempts to have not thrown a pick six? Wow. There you go. There you go. Do you want me to go – you want me, you want me to pull up his uh... – his pro football focus average again, and explain no, 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 why no. he's shit. No need. Um, right. That's I saw that on Reddit, and the first comment from uh, mitosis seven eight six says, "Better get the jinx. Better to get the jinx out in a lost season, I guess." <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sixty three point eight. That's his. That's his. Uh, hey, thanks. Grade. Thanks for playing that again. That's good. Let's see. Let me let me let me just look at some other quarterbacks here. Let's see. Oh, let's let's go to the uh, the Jets. J E T S. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. I believe. Don't they do that? They spell the name all the time. He is ranked twenty fifth with a sixty four point eight QB rating. Better better than Mitch. Better than Mitch. Sam Darnold. Who else? Let's see here. Well, what about the Lions? How about the Lions? What do we got over there? Now, this is, this is going to be a small sample size uh, right. because the guy filling in has only played a few games. Sure. But that's all right. That's what, 
He's a uh, 66 Blau, a guy named Blau. It sounds like you're vomiting. Blau. Blau is a 66.9. He ranks. He doesn't rank. Probably doesn't have enough games. Uh, yeah, so Blau is 66.9. Baltimore, what? obviously, uh, 89.3 for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he is. Who, by the way, last year had a 56 QB rating, or a scouting rating. This wow. year, eighty-nine point three. So, MVP man, that uh, no, maybe, um, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, that wasn't shouldn't have been as quick of a no because uh, <laughs> Tim, are you gonna hold back on the quickness of the no? It's still a no. Tim, I, like you know what? I was for, for whatever reason I was thinking Mahomes, but uh, yeah, oh, Lamar okay. Jackson absolutely is in contention. I think uh, <laughs> the Texans. Uh, I think Watson is better. And has been playing better this year. Uh, I mean, Lamar Jackson's just his legs are, are something to talk about. I mean, that team is in contention because of him. Um, the other guy I would go with is that your strategy? Do you not pick a quarterback really in in the in the draft? Is that your strategy there to stream your quarterbacks? So depends. Depends. You, Most you pick my, somebody up. It depends on if you can have the value there. The value can be there for you at times. I absolutely will punt at the quarterback position and stream through the year. I think you absolutely – that is a winning strategy. Um, most of my teams have Russell Wilson as my quarterback. Uh-huh. In that case, I'm not streaming. Right. But there are there, – but my my number two guy, the guy I went to next in the draft was uh, Russell Wilson. And uh, that just didn't work for me. Uh, you okay. know, that guy is erratic. I mean, just straight up – you know, always here's a little tip for you daily fantasy players. Uh, look to see who Tampa is playing and consider playing that defense. Right. You know, because he is just so, so bad. Um, yeah. When he, when he gets, when he gets pressured, when he's not pressured and, uh, uh, and he, he just throws and throws and throws. I mean, he's okay. But as soon as there's pressure, man, that guy has games that are realistically, you know, five, six picks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think he has five more interceptions than any other player. Let's see. How did they, uh, how, they played Indianapolis this week. What did the defense do? Uh, uh, it's not going to show me, is it? Points. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and play, play. Feel free to play them because uh, it definitely okay. worth it. Okay. Thank you for that pro tip. Indianapolis Colts. Um, well, why wouldn't update? Seems like it's an easy thing to update. All right, they gave you uh, they gave you eleven points this week on defense, which is pretty damn good. You got you got a point for a sack because they can't protect Wilson. They, they, there was a fumble, so they got there, and there were three interceptions. So, you know, that, I mean, that was an easy play this week, and I had yeah. them in like twenty percent of my uh, lineups. Where Winston, he gives you fantasy points because man, you know, he throws. Actually, yeah. you know, I'm look, looking at his thing. I actually should have kept him all year. Uh, his his the beginning of the year was really rough. And I, I bailed on him early, but he gives you 25 points a week. Not because hey, he's good. Hell, 
what the hell was wrong with the Packers yesterday? I mean, Aaron Jones obviously won him the game, but why couldn't they pull away from the Washington Redskins? I mean, it was 20 to 15 was the final. I don't know. The game script was obvious. There were, everybody was excited about the, the Aaron Jones uh, combo to uh, Aaron Rodgers. Or, I'm sorry, the uh, Adams. Devontae Adams to Aaron Jones stack in uh-huh. fantasy. And my thought was, no, the Packers are going to blow this game out. They're just going to feed the ball that Washington can't stop the run. They're just going to give it to Aaron Jones. And that made a lot of sense. That's why I was in on Aaron Jones this week. Um, I just didn't have the confidence that it was totally going to go that way. And, uh, yeah, I think they just took the game slow. They took it at a really slow pace. And, you know, Washington, their defense is a little better than um, they probably get credit for. And uh, I think Green Bay is not as good as they get credit for. So it's just it's just a game flow. But the, the better team won in the end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, fair. Winston, uh, Winston had a game where he threw five picks. He had a game where he threw four picks. He had a game last week against the Colts where he threw three. I mean, the guy, the guy's just a turnover machine. This guy, uh, Bill Fennell at NFL, he has a, he has a lot of videos up with uh, analysis of of different games and stuff. Here's what he said. He said he just finished the Packers' offensive film. That was one of the worst games I've seen from Aaron Rodgers in a while. Call me a hater or whatever. I understand they won the game and all, but when evaluating his job as the QB in a vacuum, he was bad, alarmingly bad. And I mean, I, I don't, there's no check mark with this guy, but I, I you know, his, his tweet has come up and it just kind of struck me today a little bit. Just. Well, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been good this year by, by any means. Uh, uh, let's go look at Let's I bet, I bet he's playing under his average, whatever that would be. Uh, let me look at now, his pro football. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Now, one thing, though, like, he never has a bad game against the Bears. Like, the only time he's been bad against the Bears is that he's gotten hurt. And, hell, one time that happened and it didn't even matter. He came back and won the damn game. So, his rookie year, you know, I don't know how much he played. He, he pulled a 30 QB, a 30 scout rating, just terrible. Year two, 66.1, so he was there with Mitch. Year three, every year was a step up. He, he was seventy nine. Now year four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's averaging about a ninety scout rating. Okay. You know, eighty six, ninety one, ninety three, eighty nine, eighty five, ninety three. Now it gets interesting. The last five years, two thousand fourteen, ninety three, two thousand fifteen, seventy seven, two thousand sixteen, ninety one, two thousand seventeen, seventy nine. Uh, 2018 and 89, 2019 and nine and 80. So the guy, uh, for the last five years, really good season, good season, really good season, good season, really good season, good season. And so he's only having a good season this year. Um, um he didn't start until his, uh, he, well, he started, uh, his first game was, uh, when he took over as the QB and he started 16 out of 16 games in his fourth season. Wow. Okay. So, when he as soon as he took over, he was a uh, he had played in some good... games. His first year, he was he was uh, nine of sixteen. Second year, six of fifteen. Third year, he was twenty of twenty eight uh, on completions. Um, yeah, and Favre Favre was around for a lot of that. There. Yeah, anyway. he's not putting up a lot of yards this year. 
I mean, I'm just looking at it. He's averaging about 33, 30, 30 I'd say 30 passes a, a, a game. He's, he's shooting at about 65% to 60% uh, QB completion rating, which uh, it's about what he's done his whole career. Uh, so it's not it's not anything uh, odd there, but you know he used to put up last year he had games of 442 yards, a uh, couple times he had games yeah. over 400. This I mean his last five games 195 yards, 243 yards, 104 yards. Now that's San Francisco he was playing, 233 right. yards, and 161 yards. Um, he did he did have big games against Kansas City 300. Uh, Oakland, he put up 429. So, I mean, he's shown flashes of it. I mean, his fantasy value has been shit all year. Put up 12 points this year, this week, 28 the week before, which was a good week. 10 the week before that, 10 the week before that, 12 the week before that, 30, 46, which was against Oakland, uh, who's just garbage against quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I mean, the dude... Uh, he only put up a, about 200 that first game against the Bears. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So, now the second time a defense faces a quarterback, um, the quarterback plays worse than he did the first time, statistically speaking. So, okay. I would avoid Aaron Rodgers this week. Okay. I, I hope that proves true. Because usually when I say things like that, uh, Aaron Rodgers has a great game against the Bears. Uh-huh. No doubt. Yep. Oh, partner, I'm sorry to hear that you don't feel well tonight. Look, I like how you're turning it on me so you can start ending the show. That's pretty. <laughs> well, you, I, I'm not saying anything. Uh, I, uh, believe me, I, this isn't my first rodeo, son. I see where you're going with that. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Clark. Sorry you're not feeling good, Clark. Uh you know, so we we probably should wrap it up so that you could get a little rest and uh, well, feel better. Well, if you say so, if you say so, then I guess. Uh, yeah, Real, you're, you're right. I, I I'm not even wearing my really? coat. Like I need to have sleeves on. I think. But thanks for bringing. Thank you, man. You are a sleeves. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, sleeves. Real quick here, let me just they they finalized the Wrestle Kingdom card. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. should take. This should take five minutes. I'm sure this is going to be another half an hour. But uh, it's two nights now, and uh, really interesting. Night one, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger has got all his buddies, you know, a bunch of dudes who are like 80, and they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna form a tag team. Uh, the Great T- Tiger Mask is gonna be there. Uh-huh. The Great Suzuki is gonna is gonna lace it up. Uh, Tatsumi Fujinami is gonna wrestle the Dragon. Um, he invented the uh, dragon sleepers and the dragon suplex. Okay. So, you know, so three le- those four legends are going to go up against uh, four other legends and uh, Taguchi, who I swear to God is gimmick as he's a pedophile. Um, so it's going to be an eight man tag team match. Uh, Nororo Honaga is going to be the special referee. Um, I'm sure all these things have to do with, you know, Liger. These are probably all, like, his major opponents. I know Tiger Mask was one of his big opponents during his career. Okay. So that's, that's going to kick off Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Eight-man tag team match, Los Ingolos of Japan, 
uh, Evil, Sonata, Shingo Takage, and uh, Bushi are going up against Suzuki Goon of Minoru Suzuki, Tai Chi, Zack Sabre Jr., and El Desperado. Chaos is another eight-man tag. Chaos, which is uh, Hiroki Godu, Tomohiro Ishii, uh, Toro Yanu, and uh, Yoshihashi, that piece of shit, are, are going up against uh, the Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, Kenta, uh, better known as uh, whatever he was known in, in uh, NXT, uh, yeah, so uh, Hideo Itami, yep. and Ujiri, uh, the Tokyo Pimp. Uh, so the, 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 those are throw. These are all throwaway matches. Then now you get to the yeah. juice. Now you get to the meat. Is it, common, is it common for uh, Wrestle Kingdom to have two or three eight man tags matches? Um, do they do the multi one? I know Zack Saber Junior is wrestling singles as well. You know Liger is. It, it seems yeah. like a, a lot of these guys. Well, remember, remember it's a, it's a two night show. So. Last year, they had, like, eight matches, and every match was a title match. Like, literally every match was for a title. Right. So you didn't have a lot of uh, mixed tag matches. So th- this year, I mean, they're obviously, they, they got to spread it over two nights, so they ha- they're having a lot of guys, you know, a lot of guys are wrestling twice, and uh, they're kind of wrestling, in, which is always their formula, you know, wrestling in big, you know, mixed tag matches, you know, multi-man, four-man, three-man tag matches with opponents they're facing the next day. You know, so you kind of get a little preview of tomorrow. Um, so now you get to the meat and potatoes. You get the Gorillas of Destiny, Tangaloa and Tamatanga. Um, that's Haku's children. Um, who, by the way, uh, Tamatanga is in a wonderful feud right now with Enzo Amore on uh, Twitter. Because um, um, I, I oh. guess some Now, Tamatanga is a pretty tough dude. And, uh, sure. Enzo kind of made a comment like he, he he if he ever saw him he'd punch him and Tama Tonga's like yeah come on and then Enzo posted a picture of himself with like Arnold Schwarzenegger and all these guys and uh, Tama Tonga just posted just commented and just put Mark dude he's trying <laughs> so, you know you know that Enzo's trying to he's trying to work heat like he's trying to get them to have a match I don't see it ever happening but that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, well, Tamatanga would kill him. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, the Gorillas of Destiny are going no, up I don't against think he's for a shoot match. I think he's looking for for them to work together. Yeah, I, I got you. I get it. Uh, and they may, uh, the whole thing may be a war. I get it. I, I'm a longtime wrestling fan, Clark. I, I believe me. I'm, I may not. But that's Meng's kid, right? Yeah, Haku. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought so, they were bullets. Uh, they leave Bullet Club? Clark, do we want to end this? Do do we want to go home tonight? Do we want to see our kids? Do we want to do we want to try to get better and rest you know it and get through this segment in the next ten no minutes? Interest. I'm going to show no interest. The mic is the mic's falling away from me as we speak. No, no, no. You should show interest. You should show interest. But by God, man, uh, maybe let's just stay on a little bit of topic so we can get through this. I'm explaining who these people are. I'm having you help explain who's in the match. Now. Well, I've been for the last ten minutes. I've been trying to fight to say who they're pl- fighting. Who are they fighting, Clark? Who? Exactly. I've been trying to tell you. Finjuice. Finjuice. Fit Finley, and and Juice Newton. Juice Robinson and David Finley, Fit Finley's son. Yeah, close. Now Finjuice just won the uh, tag team tournament. 
and whoever wins the tag team tournament goes up against the tag team champions at the last sort of show of the year. Um, so Finn Juice won the tournament, and they'll be facing the Gorillas of Destiny. And uh, Tamatanga and uh, Tangaloa, they, the Gorillas of Destiny have basically been tag team champions for like a year and a half now, uh, except they, they tend to lose at Wrestle Kingdom. As a matter of fact, there was a press conference the other day, and Tamatanga is like, you know, I don't think this tournament really says much because every year somebody wins, they get on a hot streak, they beat us at Wrestle Kingdom, and they, we lose the titles, and then we just get the titles back in like a, like a month later, and then we hold it through the years. So, uh, And then we, you know, we, we go the gauntlet through every team in New Japan. So, you know, good luck to Finn Juice, but we're the real team. So now you have, for the, in, for the United States title, you have this guy, John Moxley. He's the challenger. Now, John Moxley was the champion, but he got, uh, he got uh, the Ebola virus, and he, he couldn't wrestle. So they had to strip him of the title. They couldn't fly in. There was a hurricane. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. There was a giant typhoon, uh, better known as the Shockmaster, uh, ruined some planes. They couldn't get in. So John Moxley uh, had to uh, forfeit the title. And Lance Archer ended up winning the title. Now, Lance Archer's motto is everybody dies. Big, tough Texan. And... uh, so those two are going to fight in a Texas death match, Clark. One of the f- first ones in New Japan. Okay. Uh, so yeah. that's going to be exciting. That's going to be a violent match. Now so the match, I, I think the match that's going to death match in in Japan. Yeah, Texas so. death match in the Tokyo Dome. Now in a match that probably is going to steal the show is going to be uh, Will Ospreay versus. Uh, Hiromo Takahashi. Now, this is going to be for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay's been on a tear, and Hiromo broke his neck about a year ago, and he finally returned. Uh, So he's coming off of a broken neck. This is going to be his first match back. And, um, yeah, I mean, Hiromo doesn't care. Like, he's a a tough son of a bitch who's crazy, and uh, Will Ospreay don't care. And uh, someone might die. I, I think there's a better chance somebody gets crippled or dies in this match than the Texas death match, but that's just my opinion. Really? Now the intercontinental title, which is interesting because by the end of this whole wrestle kingdom, there will no longer be an intercontinental champion. Really? The intercontinental, the intercontinental title is up for grabs as the champion J.L. White takes on Tetsuya Naito. Now Naito hates the intercontinental title. He absolutely despises it his least favorite title in wrestling he a year ago said i am going to win the internet continental title and i'm going to win the world title and i'm going to put them together and i'm going to get rid of the intercontinental title i'm going to destroy it and have it absorbed into the world title when i win the world title naito had the intercontinental title but he lost it how did he get to choose this well he didn't he he just he kept saying that's what he wants to do but then he lost the intercontinental title he lost the g1 so he wasn't going to have the Intercontinental title, nor was he – because everyone thought, well, he, he holds the Intercontinental title. He'll keep that. Then he'll win the G1, challenge Okada for the world title, and then he'll have all the titles. But no, <laughs> he loses it to Jay White. So Naito uh, gets the title, and he goes – so now the main event. This is the big one. The G1 winner, Kota Ibushi – is going up against Kazuchika Okada for the for the heavyweight title. Uh-huh. Now, 
that's a huge match. That I am. I hoping. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm actually cheering for Abushi in this match. I think he he's fantastic, and I want to see him win it. I uh, wouldn't be surprised though if Akata pulls it off night one. So Naito came out and he's like, "Hey, wait a minute. There's two nights. There's a night one and a night two. We have the main event for night one. It's going to be Okada versus Ibushi. Well, if Okada's uh-huh. a man, he'll put the title on the line the next night." So then this wild scheme came together. The president of the company said, you know what? Why don't we do this? Whoever wins the Intercontinental title match will get a match against whoever wins the world title match. There we go. And then we will combine titles. So now suddenly Tetsu Naito has an opportunity to do exactly what he said from the beginning. Okada has a chance to... Uh, well, Jay White has a chance to stop Naito and keep his title and go for the world title and get back into that title contention, which he's been out of for about a year. Okada has a chance to be the greatest champion of all time and combine the two titles. Abushi is maybe the greatest wrestler in the world ever, and uh, he has a chance to do this too. So now you got all four guys going at it. So that's going to be the main event of night two. Night two is also going to have the match of the losers, so uh, whoever loses the Intercontinental title match, whoever loses the world title match night one, will also have a match, and that'll be the loser versus the loser match. Right. The semi-main event is going to be uh, Hiroshi uh, Tanahashi, the great uh, the John Cena-like ace of the company, versus Chris Jericho. For the Neverweight title, this is the night all the titles are on the line. The Neverweight title is going to be on the line. It's going to be Kenta. Uh, Hodeo Tanami uh, versus Hiroki Goto. So Goto versus uh, uh, Kenta should be a good match. Uh, the winner of the Archer Moxley match is going to fight Juice Robinson, who was the, uh, the, t- the guy who was fighting Moxley for the championship when that match got scrapped and Archer stepped in. So we might get Moxley versus Juice, or we might get uh, Archer versus Robinson. Uh, I think my money is pretty safe to say Moxley is going to be wrestling twice. And uh, John Moxley is going to beat Archer night one and go to Juice Robinson on night two. Seems to make the most sense. The British uh, heavyweight title will be on the line as uh, Zack Sabre Jr. goes up against Sonata. Now, they had a press conference last night where Zack Sabre Jr. was very offended that Sonata showed up dressed in white white jeans and a white T-shirt. And he's like, you know, what are you, he's, he comes in and, you know, he's the only one who speaks English in the room. He's like, uh-huh. hey, mate, what are, you, what are you taking a piss here? He keeps yelling that. You taking a piss? What, are you uh-huh. taking a piss? And they're trying to translate. No one knows what the hell you taking a piss means. And he's like, yeah, you're taking a piss, mate. You're not taking me seriously. He's like, look at you. You're wearing this white T-shirt. You got these white pants on. You look like you're in GQ magazine. Like you have this perfect body. You're in great shape. You're this huge star. You're 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 built like a fucking ox. You look like a Greek god, and yet I'm the British champion. And look at me. I look like a noodle. I have no muscles. I got I got nothing. I weigh 120 pounds soaking wet. But yet I am the champion because I have to be a technical wrestler. I have to be the greatest wrestler in New Japan in order for me to hold these titles because I am. And that's who I am. And you're sitting here messing around, looking all beautiful, uh, looking like a model. While I'm out there wrestling and being a technical god. And, uh, you know, you couldn't even win the tag team. You know, for the last three years, they've won, like, the tag team tournament, him and uh, Evil. He's like, 
you guys lost in the finals to that. Like you, you're not you're not very good, mate. You know you're blowing it. You're blowing your career because you're not taking it serious. So, you know, uh, former, Will Osprey. Uh, I'm sorry, Zach Sabre on fire. For, former British champions include Colt Cabana, Marty Skrull, AJ Styles, uh, Tommy Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, and Zach Sabres oh, yeah. uh, held that title uh, quite a few times since 2016. He, this is his fourth reign now. Uh, wow. I just look, it's from Revolution Pro in the UK. And I, they obviously have a working deal with NJPWs. Right. Okay. Uh, the Bullet Club, uh, Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo uh, are the champions, the light heavyweight champions. And they will be fighting Rupungi 3K, Sho and Yo, hey. uh, for, the, for the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Sho and Yo oh. always seem to win uh, the Junior Heavyweight titles at the Wrestle Kingdom and then lose quickly after. So uh be interesting to see what happens here. And uh, kicking the night off, match one, is the official retirement of Jushin Thunder Liger, as he will be uh, tagging with uh, no, Noki San, Sano, and uh, they're going against, uh, interesting, the, the opponents they're going up against are two young guys. Ryu Lee, who I think might have been the guy who broke uh, Hiromi Tanahashi's neck, if I'm not mistaken. And oh, uh, uh, Hiromu Ta- Tanahashi, they're actually going to be teaming together. The guy who broke his neck with the guy whose neck was broken. And uh, so the two young, probably the best lightweights outside of Zach, uh, outside of Will Ospreay, who's moving to the heavyweight division, um, going up against the legend of the lightweight division and Jushin Thunder Liger, who's teaming with uh, a guy I don't know, but the guy's 54 years old, so no doubt uh, somebody who is a, uh, a peer and a friend of, uh, uh, of Liger. Uh, you know, obviously special. He picked him to be his tag team partner in his final match. So um, is, yeah. this, is this like a, like a lot of retirement matches? Should I put my money on the younger guys? Yeah, I, I think I would. I think yeah. Liger is Liger's nothing but respect and professional, so yeah. I would guess Liger loses here uh, in his final match. But, you know, given putting over the young kids. Uh, yeah. How cool, though, for uh, Hiromo to go out and be in Liger's final match. Um, let's see here. Upon his yeah. return to the promotion, he won the, he won the Young Tokyo Dome Cup on April 21st of 1989, becoming the first New Japan uh, wrestler to wrestle inside the Tokyo Dome, along with Hiro Sato. Okay. Um, and then this, so this guy then goes on and he feuds with Jushin Thunder Liger. So this guy, uh, the guy who's the uh, tag team partner of Liger, has a long, long relationship going back, you know, twenty, thirty years with Liger. So that makes sense. And both of them did uh, mixed martial arts. Yeah, and this Liger. guy was only four. Yeah, Liger. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Liger did much better. But Liger fa- famously wrestled his mixed martial arts matchup with his mask on, so that's something. Oh, that is something. That's fun. All right. Um, that's that's excellent, Al. Uh, I, Jesus, I'd like to watch some of this. We were going to go. Like, Liger was 0-1 in his uh, professional mixed martial arts career, and he lost to Minoru Suzuki. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. And then, yeah, we uh, were going to go. Yeah, I just need to take first place in that three dollar game. That's it. Then we can go. Yeah, you shouldn't be playing in that game, Clark. Huh? You shouldn't be playing that game. No, I'm playing in the dollar game. 
All right, good. Okay. All right, well, that about does it. Uh, that does it for me. I don't know if you have uh, anything to add. No, no. I, uh, you got me interested in, uh, in Wrestle Kingdom. I'm, I'm definitely in to watch that. So you're going to stay up with me, and uh, we're going we're gonna to do some Wrestle Kingdom? No, I'm probably going to wake up around 4 and throw it on. Uh, I'll be able to catch parts of it. What, what time does it start local? 3, 2? Yeah, I think it's actually an earlier start. I think 2 or 3. Remember, it's going to be Saturday night into Sunday, and then I believe it's going to be Sunday into Monday. Ooh, the two wow. nights. Oh, that's right on your week. That's right on your weekend. That's perfect. Oh yeah. You get off work. I might, the final night, I might have a viewing party. Uh, you know, it's probably just going to be me, Willie Nelson, and the the cat. But, okay. You know, well, we'll see. Yeah, enjoy it. Order some sushi and uh, you know do it right. Well, I'll tell you what. I I think we better we better do this again next week, next Monday night. Same same channel, same. All same right, way sounds good, buddy. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, sure. Okay, sounds good. All right. Yep. Sure. All wow. right. Well, uh, yeah. That. Uh, there we go. Boom. Do that, and uh, we'll say good night. Good night. So the lady at the grocery store used to give me the free groceries, quit. And now my bill is like $40 more every week. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Did you ask about it? No. What what am I going to say? Hey, the lady before used to give me discounts. No, but did you ask and say, hey, where's where's Judy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, she quit. Ah. And I said, oh, great. Good night, everybody. Good night.